Okay, here's a not so fun fact. Day before yesterday on Twitter, I was on the timeline and I saw a video of a redback spider that caught and killed a snake. I was going to eat it. And so somebody came on the comment section and said, fun fact, if spiders wanted to eat all humans, it would take them 12 months. And then somebody replied and said, that is not a fun fact. <laughs> and so I decided to do the maths. So I did my research. I saw an article on WTSP.com that said it's actually possible. And there's 45,000 species of spiders. And if they all come together and decided to eat all humans. <laughs> so we have 7.8 billion human beings. Yes. And then it will take them 12 months. Meaning they get to eat 650 million people per month. And then 21,666,666 people a day. That is 902,777 people per hour. And then 15,046 people every minute. <laughs> this just gave me chills. And the crazy thing is, converting the weight of all the humans in tons it doesn't match up with the actual weight in tons of what spiders eat a year so they actually eat us all and still be hungry for some more okay i think we need to oh, well lucky for us they eat insects and all of that but then if they decided to eat humans okay i think this is a plot for hollywood movie <laughs> Yeah, I'll leave a link to the tweets on our social media platforms. You can check it out. Hey, what's up, my people? You're welcome to another episode of The Talking Phoenix. You're welcome aboard the Phoenix Express. Just shut up. We're not doing that in this episode. Sorry. Apologies, sorry about that. So today we're going to talk about family drama, most especially the opera effects. And family is such an amazing thing, like it's so beautiful and diverse in every way. Most especially the kids. <laughs> so we have so many types of kids. We have the smart ones, we have the ones that are good at everything but school, like every other thing but school. We have the crybabies. The ones that are just like oh good we have the problematic ones the stubborn ones those ones that are most likely to get arrested you know everybody has one of those in their family it's probably you you yeah you listening to me right now <laughs> we have those ones that are too close to their parents you know those ones that would most definitely be the last to leave the house yeah even if they do leave the house they're always at home like, mommy's boy daddy's boy we also have those ones that are always misunderstood like they I think they are a family of their own because they don't just mix well with every other person we also have uh yeah the religious ones are uh, the those ones that are like the religious ones we have the also the bad shite the bad shite of the family yeah some of you are smiling right now because you can relate yeah i see you we also have those ones you could swear are adopted like they literally have no similarities to anybody like they are just odd <laughs> and then we have the obara so for those of us who don't know what or who an obara is in the Igbo culture the obara is the 
eldest son, the firstborn son of any family. We also have the Ada, that's the firstborn daughter of an Igbo family. So that's what the Obara is. And I'm going to be dragging my Obara brother today. Oh, my sister's just tranquilo, tranquilo. This is not about you. This is about me trying to settle some scores. <laughs> now, this Obara effect gives these guys some kind of immunity. It's like they're above the law, you get. And then it's unfair for us who are not the Obara, who are just like following them. And especially if you are like way, way down below the food chain, no food chain, family tree. Because we were five and my brother is the eldest and I'm the fourth. I actually have one person I'm older than, so that's a plus for me. But then they get away with everything. And it's no different for me and my brother. My brother seniors me with eight years. He's older than me with eight years. So the age difference is massive. And he's like way ahead of me in everything, school and all of that. So he always saw me as a kid brother, like a baby brother. Oh, no, he's my baby brother. Because most of the time he was in secondary school and I'll be in primary school. And it was a boarding school. So he wasn't like really at home a lot we were not like at home at the same time for a long always a long period of time it's always during school breaks and all of that and then when i got to the secondary school he was not in the university so he's always at school when i'm in school and then most times the breaks don't really tally to get but then so you always saw me as like a kid brother yeah you're not grown you're still small you don't know stuff and all of that and that thing pissed me off because every year we travel to the village we have this Igbo people like to travel every christmas so we we travel to the village every year and then he would want to go out with my cousin and i would dress up for him like i know i still go and sit down too still small like ah i would literally go back home and cry and i had this uh, my cousin my little cousin who was just always around me and me i'm a very playful person like if you know me i'm a very playful person and he's just still a kid i was still a kid too but because him around me doesn't even help it didn't help my status of trying to look big or grow so they just uh, relegate us ah you just go and play oh god it, it was it was crazy so i wanted i wanted to grow up so fast like i wanted so much to be like a grown-up just so i could measure up to this opera guy oh god then he'd beat me at everything like he was better than me at everything my brother would would be playing pes pro evolution soccer yeah and then the scoreline would be like 12 0 9 sometimes and i would literally hold this pad and be playing and be crying i'll be in tears like i just wanted to win or score one goal he would beat me and he would laugh. The, the painful part is, he would laugh. He, like, he would enjoy it. That is... This is bullying. <laughs> this is bullying. This is some sort of bullying. And then, I would cry because... I can't beat him in pets. I can't beat him in real life. He's bigger than me. So, after everything, I would drop the pad and I would, like, attack him and try to beat him. And he would just pin me down or just raise me up or whatever. He's stronger than me. And I would just be crying because I would be so helpless and... Oh no, I wanted to grow up so fast. And then there are some times when I would actually beat him. I, I think he'd let me win though. And then I would remember and cherish those moments. And maybe sometime in the future I'll bring it up. And he probably wouldn't even remember because he's always used to beating me and all of that. No, but then I could still win my friends. Like my friends would come around, would play, and I'll beat them. Like it wasn't a problem. But 
it, it didn't count. Like I wanted to beat him to get. I wanted to beat that opera. Oh, I'm even pissed off already right now. Everything was a competition for me because I just wanted to beat him at one thing. Do you get? I didn't want him to get his way with everything. Would play Scrabble. He would whoop me. Like this guy would be busy spelling big words, and I'd be spelling like all the small, small words I knew at the time, and then. I'd lose every time, which w- was good because it helped me like get better and all of that. But still, I wanted a win. Ah! And then the upright effect thing really kicks in when you see that they don't get yelled at or punished as often as you would, and they get to handle like bigger things, like more responsibility. And then I'll just be there, I'll just be jealous. I'll be like, ah, no, me, I can do this thing. Just give it to me. But then everybody sees you as this, this small kid. They're like, they are almost the last bunch you get. And then he would steal my meat every time. Ah, like he does it, he does it just to get the rise out of me then. And he would always be slapping the back of my head. <laughs> I, I, he, this thing happened so much so that I stay whenever i walk past him i just like duck intentionally or subconsciously because i just felt his hand is going to slap the back of my head and it became it became like most times i actually did dodge it to get like it doesn't really get into trouble for the smallest thing you do and then they'll yell at you and stuff and there's this this period at home where we boil granite so we have like large farmlands growing up we had large farmlands so we used to plant a whole bunch of stuff we used to plant yams granite corn uh potato my mom had this big garden like it was crazy so most evenings when we gather around and be watching all these shows are like telemundo shows but i don't know what they call them at that time so we'll be eating boiled granite here yeah? everybody there's this big uh, bowl of granite everybody's eating but i wouldn't eat mine i'll just be breaking pods and putting the granite in one plate and then i'll do this throughout the period where we're watching this movie and then by the time the granite is finished in the bowl i'll have this big chunk of granite that is already peeled you get in the plate and then my brother would just come and just pack it and eat and i would i would shout he would just pack it and eat and run away like I would instance this are crying because I can't beat this guy. <laughs> I like my mom would just be like, ah, if I leave this and just talk, and he'll just laugh and go, ah, God, I'll be sleeping and I'll be dreaming. I'll be like, God, just one punch, just give me super one strength, all of that. Just, just let me beat this guy one day, <laughs> and he would get away with it. Ah, also when I had my bicycle. Fun fact, that was actually where the name Phoenix came from. So there was this time in primary school where my mom was like, ah, oh, if you can carry first in your class, we'll buy you a bicycle. Yeah. And I'm a very playful person. Like growing up, all my teachers in our PTA meetings, they would tell my mom, your son is too playful. He's every every teacher would make that comment, he's too playful. Well, so that period they were like, if you come first, you get a bicycle. I did not go out of the house as much as i used to i would be in the room i read and read and read and i eventually came first and then i came home i was like mommy i came first my bicycle all that they were like ah they were just trying to motivate me i cried I cried my eyes out they eventually bought the bicycle so it was this red bicycle phoenix bicycle so the name was 
intriguing to me at the time because like i had not seen anything like that before and then my brother pronounced it for me because i was caught i was pronouncing it wrong and then he told me it's phoenix and then kind of explained what it was and then we had um encyclopedia then so i looked it up and then it was like this mythical creature and bird so i liked the name because it was weird right so that's how the whole that's where the phoenix came from so i had this bicycle which was this amazing bicycle it was actually red and fine and all my friends loved it to get my brother was the end of that bicycle <laughs> so we had this ramp not like a ramp at our old house growing up at the back there's this gutter yeah but because of the rain that keeps flowing through there they had to like dig the gutter real deep and then there was this big pile of sand so it was like a ramp from this end of the gutter to the other end of the gutter so one day my brother took this bicycle and was doing some bmx kind of stuff <laughs> and then he drove 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 and went up that ramp with speed and tried to jump over the gutter but then like he didn't stick the landing the bicycle now hit the other end of the ramp like in the middle like the front tire crossed the back tire was like in the gutter so the middle that middle iron that has the chain and everything hits the bulk of sand there bam. and then the bicycle broke the bicycle actually broke like in the middle they had to weld it and i was like who beat this guy ah, this was going to go down like i had it for him I was just I was just waiting for the perfect opportunity where I would come out victorious. Everything he he was the first to drive, which was rightly so because he was the oldest and everything. But I could drive, you know. I I had the the theory all worked out and everything, but nobody would actually let me drive to get. But he was the upper now, so yeah, yeah. He had all the good phones. He got a laptop first. He just. I don't know. I think I was already consumed with my competitive nature or my want to beat him that I still seeing everything as. But it eventually paid off because I got my revenge eventually. Eventually. But on the plus side, this um, big brother and kid brother relationship really did a lot for me. Like, the person i am right now my brother introduced me to music at a very tender age see he had this thing for music like he's a, he's actually a producer so when we were kids or when we were still little my dad had a computer but it was in his room and then my dad is going to work he would lock his room so my brother would sneak in i don't i don't know if he actually stole a key or and he would sneak in and go and down he had fl studio 4 or i don't know fl studio then and make beats and all of that and then sneak out so he he really had this thing for music so he always had tapes and good tracks and all of that so he was into twister eminem d12 buster rhymes all of that at the time so those were the kind of music i grew up listening to and there was always good sound system around me at every point in time so like i really got to fall in love with the beats and the track and all of that and sometimes when he makes his beats he'll just give me to listen and like it actually got me listening to music in a, in a way that i really appreciate like till date so that like that is a good thing yeah and all the track i use in my podcast right now are actually his beats so that's a plus 
Okay, so quick confession. I don't think I've ever told anybody this. <laughs> One of those days in the village when my brother would go out with my cousins and then they would relegate us to stay at home. I was angry, so I went to the room and I stole his Discman. So he had Eminem's album on it. And there was this song, Without Me, yeah? That goes like this. Guess who's back? Back again. Shady's back. Tell her friend. Guess who's back? 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 So the voice keeps going down and down like that. So when I was listening to it, I said, hearing the guess who's back? Guess who's back? Guess who's back? Guess who's back? I quickly put that thing off. Like, I thought... I thought I had spoiled the Walkman or something. Like, I put it off, hit it under the pillow, and then I ran out of there. And I, he came back, and I was waiting for him to come and shout and be like, What this world? And obviously, nothing happened. And I somehow forgot about it. But later on, when I heard the song, I was like, oh, Anytime I remember that day till today, I'll be like, Oh no, come on. I legit thought I spoiled that disc, man. Well, and then also how i got into graphic design so where i grew up you know this junior white break there's always this three months after your junior white where you're free like that long break so where i grew up there's always this computer school there's this famous computer school that junior white everybody goes to computer school and then they go and learn stuff and get the certificate so i thought mine was going to be like that we were always talking about it in school yeah computer school would go and do this and do that so we had planned it all out with my friends Shion and everybody but then after junior work my mom had other ideas she was like i should go learn tailoring she had already talked to one of the tailors abu then and i was like what no hell no (laughs) i was i had my mindset on this computer school and she was like no you're doing tailoring and i was like no i cried like no i'm not doing the tailoring and I eventually ended up not doing anything the whole of that three months. So my friends would make fun of me. And they actually went ahead to go to computer school. So they would come back and start telling me, ah, they taught us how to use Corel Draw and Excel all of that. Corel Draw, they are doing logos of Pepsi. And I'll be like, eh, I can do it too. I can do it too. I couldn't do anything at the time. So I went home and then my brother had, he had a laptop then. We also had like a desktop. So i actually was privileged to be exposed to those at a young age so i he got me some tutorials on photoshop yeah and then that was how i started doing he would download all these um brushes and plugins and some of all those things i do really old photoshop then so they'd be learning and i'll be learning as well and then they come and show me what they did and i'll show them ah yeah i can do it and all that so that's how i actually got into um the whole design space and all of that and one thing led to another one thing led to another if not before it was just straight up video games i'll play video games from morning till night and he'd still beat me also he actually let me drive like i also had i had the idea of driving and everything it got to some point that i was even teaching my mom how to reverse no you have to do it like this but i never actually drive but my brother was actually the person who let me drive uh that day i'll never forget that day i drove from guada to Shiroru. Most people won't know. Like it's a straight road and everything, but I was so happy that day. God, if I've ever loved my brother, <laughs> I loved him so much that day for letting me drive, which was good. I looked up to him so much actually. So I never actually realized it until much later in my life. I actually really did look up to him in so many ways because he was my big brother. And yeah. Ah 
No, I'm still angry. Nah, you can't win. I must win. <laughs> but things actually turned around in my favor. <laughs> um, as the years went by. You know, he actually used to see me as this like ah, kid brother, small boy, you don't know anything and stuff. But uh, it changed. So um, there was this year in I was in university where instead of going home, I went to spend my holiday with him in Lagos. He was in Lagos at the time, first stack. Yeah, that was actually my first, very first Lagos experience. And I think that that period was was solidified like the whole brotherhood or the whole brother's relationship together. Because that was where I really got to understand or I think we really got to understand what each of us was really about. Like as persons to get it wasn't the elder brother kid brother thing anymore like as a person and it really helped our relationship because i really got to see like so many sides of him and i think we became closer like after that experience yeah well on my side i became like i really got to get him more you get and then it's been beautiful after then and then i became taller than him (laughs) like i'm actually the tallest in my house this was a thing of joy i we i think we discovered it in the village one christmas we traveled and then we're like i think we took a picture and like, austin is taller than if i like yes thank you lord i see what you're doing <laughs> and then mm-hmm, this is the best part this dude is now well i do not want to body shame but let's just say i have a better hairline <laughs> Yeah, you'd say, yeah, yeah, you have all the beard and whatnot. But I have a fro. My beard will grow eventually. It'll take years or whatnot, but it'll grow eventually. Can you grow a fro? Can you grow a fro? Mm? Mm? Can you? <laughs> oh, this is giving me joy, massive joy. And also, like, I'm not that kid anymore. I actually got a little bigger... And I think I could take him. Yeah. Yeah, this is for you. After this whole corona is over, there's no there's nothing stopping us. We'll settle this in the boxing ring. <laughs> Me against you. I'm ready. <clears throat> yeah, well that's it. That's my little bit on the opera effect. Well, you know, families are diverse, so these stories can vary depending on the families and all of that. Some people have like more tender experience, some have like more outrageous or even crazier experiences and all of that so i think family is a beautiful thing and we should appreciate all the love and everything we get from that appreciate your brothers appreciate your sisters appreciate your parents and all of that family is beautiful and then there are some friends that actually become family or even closer than the family themselves it's just a beautiful thing but then i'd love to hear from you what kind of a sibling are you are you the one that's most likely going to get arrested are you the stubborn one are you the always misunderstood one let's hear you out join the conversation on social media on facebook twitter and instagram it's at d talking phoenix d as in the letter d talking t-a-l-k-i-n-g phoenix p-h-o-e-n-i-x and also you can follow me your host uh, uh, on social media on twitter it's double zero phoenix zero zero phoenix and on instagram it's double zero underscore phoenix zero zero underscore phoenix phoenix is spelled p-h-o-e-n-i-x 
join the conversation do not miss out please like and share and subscribe so you don't miss an episode and then please as much as possible i'd like to get your feedback so i can get better and yeah thank you very much catch you all on the next episode peace out I go beat these guys, my brother, they try me, forget that. Eh, what was that? Wait, is that a spider? Why is he looking at me like that? I'm gonna kill that thing! Kill it! Kill it! Kill it! Get! Oh, hell no. I am not dying today.